people today are obsessed with the quantity of their study sessions rather than their quality. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Language Bro Podcast, where we talk about all things language related. So if you are looking to improve yourself culturally, academically, financially, or just want to travel, then you've come to the right place. We will discuss down-to-earth topics that relate to your struggles as a learner in your everyday life. So let's start your language journey with your favorite language bro. Hey everybody, it's your favorite language bro, Robbie, and today I want to talk to you about spaced repetition and if I think it's worth it. You know, many times a lot of my students ask me, Robbie, how many days a week should I study with you? How many hours should I self-study? And one answer I always come to a conclusion to, do what's comfortable for you. And many people might say, wow, Robbie, that's a really lame answer, but really it's not. You know, sometimes we rearrange our lifestyle and our livelihood to learn a language or learn a new skill. And sometimes we overindulge in it. Sometimes we may hurt ourselves by studying too much, maybe put a strain on our work life, our marriage, our relationship with our kids. So I always try to tell people, do what's comfortable for you. So meaning you're not disrupting your life, but you're still learning. Because many times people are obsessed with the quantity of their studies rather than the quality of their studies. That's why I wanted to talk about spaced repetition. So what is spaced repetition? Spaced repetition is a memory technique that involves reviewing and recalling information at optimal spacing intervals until the information is learned at a sufficient level. This technique helps your brain remember more information as it keeps the material fresh in your mind and forces you to use active recall. So, what do I think about this? Well, I think space repetition is a highly effective tool, especially for people who want to learn smarter and not harder. For me, I've used it many times when I'm learning languages like Chinese or Vietnamese. For example, When I was learning Vietnamese when I came here in April, I remember going through a 30-day crash course on how to speak Vietnamese. I would study seven days a week, two or three hours a day. Sure, I gained a lot of knowledge. I had a good understanding of the language. But when I stepped off the plane, eh, not really. I had some issues. I couldn't effectively speak. I couldn't actively recall information. So it was much harder for me when I came here as a tourist. So when I moved here, I used space repetition, and I would effectively learn new phrases, take a break, review my old phrases, learn new phrases, and eventually I was able to recall information much quicker. So now, you know, I can talk to my family in Vietnamese, I can go to the grocery store and buy things in Vietnamese, I can go to the restaurant, speak in Vietnamese, and I think it's due to space repetition. So, many people want to know, well, Robbie, How do I use space repetition in my studying? Well, space repetition takes many different forms. I think it depends on, again, your comfortability and what works best for you. But I'm gonna give you four steps that are gonna help you to effectively find your own way to use space repetition. So let's start off with step one. Plan the spacing intervals of your study sessions. So let's say for instance on day one, you did one repetition. So you learned four words, and you practiced it a few times, took a break, came back to it, and did one repetition. There you go, we start our first interval. 
Then let's go on. We do day seven. Now we're learning new information at this point, trying to remember old information. So this is where we do repetition two. So the old information that we previously learned, we're gonna now redo it here. And now we should be more familiar with the words, being able to use them a little bit better, but it's a slow process. As you can see from day one to day seven, we didn't do a whole lot with it, but it works. Then we move on to day 16. Again, we're gonna do three repetitions. So again, we're spending more and more time reviewing older information, and now we're able to recall the information much better. And then finally, day 35, we're doing four repetitions. So meaning we're taking old information, going through it again, and seeing if we remember it more effectively. Now, that probably sounded like a headache. I do believe that technology can help us with spaced intervals. There are a few apps and websites that I like to use. One is called Anki, that's A-N-K-I, very popular app for serious language learners. And another one that I recently found called Brainscape. Now these are both flashcard apps that have an algorithm for spaced repetition. So what happens is as you're learning the words in your flashcards, you'll eventually see the words a couple times. So let's say for instance, you learned the word green. So you learned green about four words ago and all of a sudden green comes back. And I'll go, okay, I remember it. And you click on it, you, you got it correct, great. So then you put the phone down, come back again tomorrow. Then you see the word for green. Like, oh, I remember that. Click it, you got it right, wonderful. But then let's say you got it wrong. Then what will happen is the phone or the website will reprogram your cards to where you're gonna see that word more often until you understand the word. And once you do, then it will reprioritize that word into a subcategory so then you're focusing on words that you're having trouble with. So you're gonna see the word again, but it's not gonna be as important as words that you're having trouble with. And I think that this is a very effective plan for many people, because doing a manual interval, sometimes that can be very hard. But that brings me to step two, review and study the information for the first time. One thing I tell my students is, take that one time and learn the information through and through. Say that you learned four words and its definitions and you repeated the words a couple times, then come back and review it again. You know, you wanna be able to put it down and pick it back up and go, wow, okay, I remember seeing this before. Now I'm gonna look at it again and it becomes more familiar. So as you do this, as you put it away, pick it up, put it away, pick it up, you're going to notice that you're seeing the words and they're becoming more familiar and eventually you become bored. Now, this is a great process. When you're starting to feel bored, you're starting to remember the words. So like, remember we're going back to the word green. If we now know what green is and we see it several times and we get bored with it, that means that we have active recall, meaning that we know what this word is and we know how to obtain it and it's easy to use. So now we are starting to realize the process that's actually happening of long-term memory and active recall. So then we can move on to words that are more difficult for us and that we may need to put a little bit more time on. Which brings us back to step number three. Recall the information at the first spacing interval. So that's why we take the time to pick up the information, put it down, pick it up, put it down. And so as we do that, again, we're reiterating information and we're starting to become more familiar with it. 
So I say that this is a three-step process rather than a four-step because I think the fourth step repeats itself, meaning that we're choosing certain times of day to study information that may be good, but I think we kind of get obsessed with the thought of, oh, when should I study? When should I do this? When should I do that? But really pick a schedule. I think if you kind of come up with the theory of when you're going to study every day or how often you're going to study, then you're going to build a routine. I think building a routine for studying is very vital. And it's not necessarily a step. I think it's just a way of life. Because many times people treat studying languages like taking a test. But they don't realize language learning is a lifelong process. It's a commitment, kind of like a marriage. Once you're committed, you can't go back. You have to keep going. So I always tell people, you know, don't think about the short term like a test. I want you to think about the long term. So this is what I think about space repetition and how to get there. Now, what are some benefits of space repetition? Well, it continually re-exposes you to information at spaced intervals. It helps your brain build memories that have high levels of storage strength, and it increases the time spent actively rehearsing a memory in your brain rather than passively consuming information. And I honestly believe this because I feel like when I'm learning languages and I'm using space repetition, I feel like I'm kind of building the foundation to my house. So same thing, you know, when we're working on our languages, we're building a foundation so we can build a concrete, powerful house. And if we don't have a strong foundation, then, you know, it becomes wobbly, it's going to break, and eventually we're going to give up. I think many times giving up is a lot easier than continually working. So I do think that spending time building your foundation, using space repetition to build your vocabulary, build your phrases, is going to be much more effective than spending hours and hours and hours studying and getting nowhere. It's like putting a manual car in neutral and pressing the gas and going nowhere. But with space repetition, you're going to go in first gear, work your way up to second gear, so on and so forth. So... I think space repetition is a highly effective model for many people who want to use the language effectively. So I highly encourage you guys to check it out. Uh, do some research about it. You can always do a Google search. You can look it up on YouTube. But I would try to incorporate it into your life because I think that we should worry about the quality of our sessions, meaning we should spend less time studying and more time actively using our language. And that's what I do. I don't spend hours and hours and hours studying. I spend a good hour a day studying, meaning maybe for 10, 15 minutes, I'm reviewing old information. And then the rest of the time, I'm actively learning new information. And this is what we should all be doing so we can build a concrete environment for ourselves. Now, guys, I do highly encourage you guys to use some apps. I'm, I'm a big fan of technology. I think technology is here to help us, not destroy us when it comes to language learning. So again, I suggest looking at Anki, Brainscape. I think you could even look at Quizlet. But check them out and try to incorporate them in your life. And I think you'll feel much better with your results. Also, if you're looking for a great app to learn how to have conversations, I would check out Pimsleur. Pimsleur is an audio app that concentrates on conversation. So you will learn how to have a conversation and you'll hear it multiple times and then you can actively practice. So it's like a different form of space repetition, but I find it highly effective. And right now you can try it seven days free in the link below. And guys, if you're looking for a tutor, I'm always willing to take on new students. 
So check out the link below. Well, guys, that's it for today. If you guys have any questions, please drop a comment in the section so I can get you guys some effective question and answers going. And we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Language Bro Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Language Bro Podcast.